Why not? Why can't I be the MVP of the league? Why can't I be the best player in the league? Lewis trying to get open, fires away! You're the real MVP. Are you upset with something? I just don't like you. You don't? No. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. I, I took offense to that. Stay off the weed. episode of the NBA Rim Talk podcast. That's right folks, this is an Irish NBA basketball podcast. It will have nothing to do with rims on car tires or any other rims for that matter. Now that that's sorted out, let me explain what we're going for here. This is basically a basketball podcast for beginners. So maybe people who enjoyed watching The Last Dance on Netflix, but have never sat down to watch an actual game. If you decide to listen to this podcast, I'm going to teach you as much as I know about the sport and we can all go on a learning journey together as we talk about the key events and stories from the rest of the basketball season. As well as this, each episode is going to have a specific focus and that could be on a player or a team or an interesting story from the past. As today is our very first podcast, the focus is going to be on the season so far. So later on, I'm going to talk about the Eastern and Western Conference standings We'll talk about the favourites for the overall championship and we'll discuss who's playing in the return to play schedule. We will get to that in a minute, but first I should tell you that if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at RimTalkPod and the email address is RimTalkPod at gmail.com. So if you have any feedback or if you want to suggest a topic for us to cover in the next few weeks, please feel free to give me a shout. First things first. What is going on in the NBA right now? Well, as some of you may know, 22 of the 30 NBA teams have made their way to Orlando, Florida to the quarantine bubble. They have slowly returned to collective training and now they are starting to play challenge games or scrimmages down there in order to get ready for the return to NBA action on Thursday the 30th of July. 16 of these 22 teams will go on to make the playoffs. That's 8 from the East and 8 from the West. This podcast will keep you updated on everything you need to know as we head towards the business end of the season. So as I said already, the focus of this podcast is the season so far, and I'm going to start off by talking about the current standings in the Eastern and Western conferences. This podcast will keep you updated on everything you need to know as we head towards the business end of the season, so I hope you continue to join us. Now, starting off in the Eastern Conference, there is a clear leader in the 53-win Milwaukee Bucks. Their star player is the reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or the Greek freak as he is known. He is one of the most physically dominant players in the league right now, and definitely a guy that we will be doing a player focus on in this podcast. They have very smartly built their team around Giannis, who has improved exponentially year on year. His freakish athleticism and improved shooting have made him a top three player in the league right now, in my opinion. In second place on 46 wins are the Toronto Raptors. They're last year's champions, but they're minus Kawhi Leonard, who's a huge loss. But they're still playing well, and they've got experienced guys in Kyle Lowry and Marc Gasol. They also have some younger guys who broke through last year, like Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam. They could ask questions of the books in the East, but realistically, I think their chance is gone. They did very well to capitalise on having a good squad last year and winning that championship. In third and fourth, we have got the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, who finished on 43 and 41 wins, respectively. With a young team with a lot of potential, the Celtics will be hoping to go further with Kemba Walker than they could with Kyrie Irving. 
The Heat, on the other hand, will look to fan favourite and workaholic Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets, as he is known, has shown that he can come good in clutch situations and he has no problem driving on his teammates and setting high standards. So you never know with the Heat, they could could be potential for them to cause an upset this year. In 5th and 6th, there are two teams both tied on 39 wins and these are the Indiana Pacers and the Philadelphia 76ers. I feel like the Pacers will be a lot happier with their ranking than the Sixers, who would have fancied themselves as contenders in the Eastern Conference. Philly have got a young core of talent, including Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and they could find their form in Orlando. If they do, they'll be a very tough draw for whoever they come up against. Next up, we have the battle for the final two playoff spots, and there's three teams involved. So there's the Brooklyn Nets and Orlando Magic, who are locked together on 30 wins, and six wins back from them, there are the Washington Wizards. This is a little bit of a ridiculous situation in my opinion because although it's mathematically possible, it's just not going to happen for the Wizards who I'm pretty sure are going down without their two standout players, John Wall and Bradley Beal. It seems to be sewn up there already. The Nets have the aforementioned Kyrie Irving but he hasn't travelled as he recovers from an injury. It's worth noting that Kyrie asked his fellow pros not to go to Orlando in order to protest for the Black Lives Matter movement. I may be a little bit cynical, but I think if Kyrie was fit and he had a team capable of winning the championship, he certainly would have wanted to go and play. But in fairness to him, he is giving away a lot of money at the moment and he's helping out people who have been hit by the COVID crisis and all the rest of it. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, personally, I don't expect anything from the Nets. They've had seven guys on their team contract coronavirus this year, so they've had a very tough season by all accounts. But they could be a force to be reckoned with next year once they get Kyrie on the floor and once they get Kevin Durant back from his injury. They could be a very scary proposition next season. Just like the Nets, I don't expect a whole lot from the Magic either, to be honest. They do have Aaron Gordon, the dunk champion who has never actually won the slam dunk competition. He's pretty much been robbed twice. And yes, he is the guy that dunked over the dinosaur that was spinning around on the hoverboard. The mascot is a big dinosaur called Puff the magic dragon and he was spinning around on a actually is he a dragon or a dinosaur that's a very good question he's either a dragon or a dinosaur i'm not i can't quite remember puff the magic dragon no he must be a dragon yeah so he so it's a dragon it looks a bit like a dinosaur but it's fine go check out that video if you want proof of that orlando also got a young point guard in markel fultz he's looking to come good on the rebound after a couple of disappointing seasons in philly He was the number one choice in the 2017 draft, but for one reason or another, since he came out, he's had a lot of injuries, he was changing his shot, hasn't really worked out for him in the last couple of years, but hopefully this year he'll have a better run of things with down in Orlando. Now, it is worth noting that the Magic are going to have home advantage for every single game for the remainder of the season, but I suppose it's also worth saying that there's not going to be any fans at it, so it shouldn't really make much of a difference. It should kind of negate this effect. Now, we have already said goodbye to six teams in the Eastern Conference, There's the team that Michael Jordan owns, the Charlotte Hornets, the team that he used to play for, the Chicago Bulls, as well as that there's the New York Knicks, Detroit Pistons, Atlanta Hawks and Cleveland Cavaliers. It's interesting to see that the Cavs, who were champions in 2016, find themselves dead last in the league. What a difference one player can make. And it's very interesting to note that when LeBron was there, his last, you know, he was kind of calling the shots. He was basically making a lot of the trades. He traded two players from... LA he traded in Larry Nance Jr and Jordan Clarkson both to join Cavaliers from the Lakers 
basically clearing up a load of cap space for the Los Angeles Lakers, where LeBron ended up moving then at the very next transfer window. So he really finessed them out of it. He got rid of these overpriced players, got them to the Cavaliers, left the Cavaliers in a horrendous state, and has gone straight into being title contenders with the Lakers. But we'll come back to that in a while. The most notable thing from the rest of those teams being gone is the retirement of Vince Carter. So after 22 seasons in the league where Vince went from being an explosive star in his prime to becoming a veteran role player in recent seasons, he unfortunately doesn't get the farewell tour that some players have gotten over the last few years, but he has had an amazing career. And if you want proof of that, he put on a legendary show at the 2000 Slam Dunk Contest. You should go and check that out. Now, moving on to the Western Conference, the best record here is held by LeBron James and the LA Lakers. They finished on 49 wins. Anthony Davis joined them this season and he's in line to be the Defensive Player of the Year. He's also really enjoying his freedom at the other end of the court. Playing for the Pelicans, he was constantly double teamed. But this year, with LeBron on the court, teams can't afford to do that. They have to go 1v1 with Davis and he's a freak, he's a huge guy. So he's been relishing that role, relishing that bit more attacking freedom as well as being in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. LeBron in general, for year 17, he looks to be in as good a shape as he possibly could be. And him and his team will really want to win this year in order to honour Kobe Bryant, who obviously, very sadly, passed away during this season. Moving on to their crosstown rivals, the Clippers, they are in second place on 44 wins. They have a very slick outfit this season and they made great signings last year in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So they undoubtedly have two of the best 10 players in the world right now. So it's worth saying as well that the West is far more hotly contested than the East and it has been for a couple of years. So in third in the league is the Denver Nuggets and they are one win behind the Clippers and they are a team that's led by Nikola Jokic who is a huge centre but he's got amazing hands for a big guy and his range of passing is extremely impressive for his size. The next four teams are separated by one win only. The Jazz, the Thunder, the Rockets and the Mavs. All of these teams have potential to cause an upset. Utah Jazz are led by Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Chris Paul has led Oklahoma City Thunder to a surprisingly good season, but I don't expect them to go very far. The Houston Rockets are a very interesting team. They've got a huge upside and have potential to go all the way if they can make a click between their two big stars, James the Beard Harden and Russell Westbrook, who I personally would be a huge fan of. I would love to see them challenge the LA teams, but historically those two guys have not really made it happen in playoff basketball, which can be more physical, slower, can be very different from the regular season where both of those players normally thrive. So we'll see how they get on. Another team in Texas, the Mavs, they've got a very European feel. So they've got John Wick 3 bad guy Boban Marjanovic. He is seven foot four. He's the second tallest active player in the league. Kristaps Porzingis is another threat, but the star of the Mav show is undoubtedly Luka Doncic, the Slovenian who entered the draft after spending a few years in the EuroLeague with Real Madrid, has very quickly established himself as one of the best around this season. And now this is where the West gets very interesting, as there are essentially six teams going for one last playoff spot. So, Jamarant's Memphis Grizzlies are in the pole position on 32 wins, but they're being chased by Portland Trailblazers, who've got a lot of playoff experience, and they're only three wins behind them on 29. One win behind them are the New Orleans Pelicans, and they're travelling with Zion Williamson, who's the most talked about rookie to come into the league since LeBron. For anyone that hasn't seen Zion, he's just an absolute unit. He's like 
a football player out there compared to a basketball player. He's so strong. He's so explosive. And he was injured for most of his rookie season, but he started playing in February and he looked really, really impressive. So he's definitely going to be one to watch down in Orlando. The next three teams are the Kings, the Spurs and the Suns. And they're there, thereabouts, but they shouldn't make the playoffs based on the rosters that they have. But you never know how teams are going to cope down in the bubble. You never know what sort of strange results that could throw up. Now, it is quite strange that they are dragging six teams down to battle, essentially, for one spot. And there's a theory out there that the NBA have done this purely for Zion, to give him and the Pelicans every chance to show off their skills and make the playoffs. Two teams dumped already are the Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors, who tanked this season due to injuries. So it's very interesting to see the Cavs and the Warriors last on their respective sides. It shows how quickly you can go from winning your conference to being dead last in it. I'm sure the Warriors will hope to get a good draft pick over the summer. They'll regroup and they'll come back and challenge next season. Now we're going to find out who the favourites are. The favourite at the moment is the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think this is because the East is slightly easier to predict. I think that they would still be go they would still be outsiders if they faced either the Lakers or the Clippers in the finals. But one interesting thing to note about the Bucks is that they have an Irish connection. This should be a good reason to support them. Their guard, Pat Connachton's grandparents are from County Galway, and he's gone on the record as saying that he would love to represent the Irish national team. So how amazing would that be for Ireland to have a current NBA star on their national team? Only one Irishman has played in the league ever, and that was Pat Burke. But there is hope that in the next year or two, there's a guy that's going to be drafted. His name is Aidan Igihan Harris. He plays college with the Arizona Cardinals at the moment, and he looks really, really good. A lot of people are talking about him being a top 10 pick in 2021, so we'll keep our eye on him going forward as well. After the Bucks, we've got the Lakers and the Clippers, who are likely to face each other in the Western Conference Final. The main chance of disrupting them is the Rockets, but it will be a big ask. The next two favourites are Boston and Toronto. They would have to upset the odds in the East and then go into the final as massive underdogs. Then we have the Nuggets, who are followed by the 76ers, Heat, Jazz and Mavs. And I don't think it's worth mentioning any of the other teams as far as winning is concerned. The main thing I have found from my experience watching playoff basketball is that injuries and momentum can play a huge role. If any of those favourite teams were to lose a big star for a couple of weeks, it could be the end of them. Especially in a condensed season where games are going to come thick and fast and players have been out of action for so long, the te- I think that the teams with the deepest squads and the teams who can manage their minutes the best will be the one to go all the way. So let's talk about the return to play schedule. The NBA returns on Thursday, the 30th of July, and that is the first game since the 12th of March. First up, Zion's Pelicans play against the Jazz, and it is worth remembering that the Jazz were the team who essentially had the league abandoned back in March. So for anyone who doesn't know this story, they were due to play Oklahoma City Thunder. The previous night, their centre, Rudy Gobert, jokingly, and I use this word very lightly, he jokingly touched all the microphones on stage at a press conference, which was very much against public health guidelines at the time. He subsequently tested positive for COVID-19, and it was reported by one of his teammates that he had allegedly touched all of their stuff in the lockers afterwards as well. So about four or five of his teammates also contracted it. Nice one, Rudy. Very strange one all around. But after that first game, there is a huge game taking place. The real return to action. And that is going to be the Lakers versus the Clippers. 
It's going to be a great game to kickstart the return to NBA action. It's the Battle of LA, and this game will be a very interesting to reveal as to how these two powerhouses are shaping up. So there's loads and loads of games on Friday and over the course of the weekend, so I'm going to make a couple of recommendations for all my listeners. Firstly, if you have Instagram, I would highly suggest following NBA, House of Highlights and Bleacher Report, because they will be putting up lots and lots of content once the games start back properly. I would also highly recommend subscribing to the following YouTube channel, Gimo Pierto, Gimo X-I-M-O Pierto, P-I-E-R-T-O, and they will have 9 or 10 minute highlights of every single game up on that channel, and in my opinion, it's an amazing way to consume a game because you get to see every bucket with no stoppages or no time wasted. Sometimes watching a full game, it can be very long and drawn out and there's a real stop-start nature to it like they have in most of the American sports. But that channel is able to take something like that, make it condensed and really, really interesting and informative. Much like this podcast, which aims and strives to, you know, take the content that people are talking about, make it digestible, make it informative and make it short for you, the listener, to enjoy. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that we'll be able to continue with this over the next couple of weeks as the NBA season continues. So we're going to wrap things up for today and I'm going to ask you to do me a massive favour and I want you to share this podcast with somebody. So just think about somebody right now, somebody who may be interested in what you're after listening to, somebody who's into basketball or somebody who might want to get into it, somebody who likes their podcast. Think of one person and please just send it to them now and tell them to give it a listen. Because if every person sends it on to one person, you never know how far this podcast will go. And I really have enjoyed making this and I'm looking forward to making more over the next few weeks. But it would be great if as many people as possible got to listen to it as well. So that's up to you guys. Hopefully you'll be able to help me out in that sense by sharing it. Now, as we said, we would love to make more of these podcasts. So please do get in touch and let us know what you think. If you want to suggest any players or topics for me to cover, you know where to get us at RimTalkPod or rimtalkpod at gmail.com and make sure that you tune in for next time we're going to be doing a player focus on Derek Rose one of my all-time favorite players Derek Rose he's a former Chicago Bull he's MVP in 2011 he's still playing at the moment with the Detroit Pistons but he's really had his career curtailed by some bad bad injuries so we're going to go through his whole career story on next week's podcast speaking of Derek Rose you will hear him at the very start of this little musical bit that we're going to end the podcast on today i had a lot of fun making this this is essentially some of my favorite quotes from basketball history and i just put them over a bit of music and the very first one speaking is Derek rose so i hope you can enjoy that and i hope you come back and choose to listen to episode two of the nba rim talk pod thanks a million guys take it easy good luck why not why can't i be the mvp of the league why can't i be the best player in the league who's trying to get open fires away You're the real MVP. Are you upset with something? I just don't like you. You know? No. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. I, I took offense to that. Stay off 